Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 125 of the Awaken Soul Podcast. I'm your host, CEO Hayes. And right off the top, if you want to follow the podcast, go and follow us at the Awaken Soul Pod or at Awaken Soul Pod, just depending on where you're looking for us at. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me at CEO Hayes. I may not accept you, though, because I don't everyone. Nonetheless, we are on episode 125, and the title of this week's episode is You Got Me Fucked Up. And I know, weird title, but me and AJ, from what we're going to do, uh, we actually sit back and give our respective list on the top three things that y'all got us fucked up on. And so it's it's just a fun, lighter episode. Next week, I'm actually going to be joined by Dan, uh, or Dan on Drugs, you guys may know him, from Black Law and Legalize and A Few Screws Loose. In that episode, it's probably going to get pretty heavy. So because of that, I wanted to have just a fun episode, no research. No, it's it's right off the top of the dome. It's a very fun episode with me and him just going back on our perspective on things. And anyone who's in this podcasting space or in the our Potter family knows me and him are two of the brothers that have <laughs> kind of out there opinions and outlooks on things certain times. So this is just a fun list. We also have the rundown from JB uh, this week as well. So we're going to go ahead, get into our intro music. On the other side of that, we're going to step into the mind of Hayes. I'm going to try to give it to you guys. Even with me losing my voice, I'll catch you right after this. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. You are now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my dad. beautiful people we are in the dark and twisted place that is my mind it's not too dark not too twisted this week um and by the magic of editing my voice sounds a little bit better but i'm still uh still trying to nurse my voice back to health um but this week as i'm sure many of you have seen in the news the leader of isis was killed president trump came out and and basically laid it all out how it went down uh he made sure he highlighted the fact that the guy died whimpering and crying and begging for his life pay attention to those buzzwords outside of that um he did go to a baseball game a nationalist baseball game uh that same day and you have to while yes the the fact that the leader of ISIS was taken off the board is a huge win for not only America, but for the world. I would think we'll see how ISIS um, bounces back or, or does not or, or dismantles or what happens. You know, a lot of these ter- terrorist organizations, once the leader is taken out, they'll either spin off into another organization. They'll go dormant for a while. So we'll see. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm of course hopeful as, as with most people that, Hopefully this almost very nearly takes ISIS off the board in a short amount of time. Um, but what I kind of want to focus on here is the fact that this all goes down, of course, as we're gearing up for the next presidential election. And so pay attention to the fact of 
how this is used or how many times this is called called back to uh, going forward um, in in the in the campaign. Um, the uh, House of Foreign Affairs uh, also had the chairman uh, mentioned how Trump refused to tell the Democrats about or some Democrats about the Baghdadi raid, and so it's it's every everything. And this is the thing that I've been talking about a lot with. Uh, my my platform i don't i don't try to bore you guys with the details of politics a lot because i know a, a lot of it's, it's a lot for a lot of people to take in um but you i want everyone to pay attention to things because and and how they're used and 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 everything going forward this, this is going to be a huge thing i feel like going into um in any type of debates or anything that happens with, around the presidential election so we'll see um and that's not, not just a trump thing either o- o- obama's done the same thing um bush did the same thing every president has has used any type of attacks on terror of course in the, which they should which they should i just want everyone to pay attention to it that's all that's all i have to say um the other thing that's on my mind is dola mine is my is my name dropped uh this past weekend on netflix um, we're going to be talking about it on the breaks radio um we'll probably be talking about it on the film frequency as well um may I have a written review for it i want to know what everybody felt about this movie it added a lot of perspective that to Rudy Ray Moore that I didn't know and I you know I looked some stuff up when this movie came out I knew about Dolomite um somewhat I didn't know a lot of this but I think the thing with this is for me personally is to see Eddie Murphy deliver such a role um at this at this age at this stage in his life uh for someone who really Eddie Murphy hasn't really been in anything for the most part in a while and so to see him bounce back with this Netflix deal and actually want it actually deliver something of this quality was super refreshing in my opinion and it was dope and um it, it was just a great film i'm not gonna like spoil anything or get get anything to it because i don't want to take away from us di- our, our more open discussion that we're going to have about it on those other platforms but eddie murphy is uh, you know hype williams calls him uncle eddie um and that's exactly what it is at this point. He's like that older uncle. We all want to see him do great. Um, he's had some great roles like in Dreamgirls and, and and things. And I think that because of a lot of what he did with the Disney films, or the, I don't even know if they were technically Disney, but with delivering the family-friendly films that we forget that Eddie Murphy can deliver one hell of a role. I know there's still reports going around about him getting back into stand-up comedy that I I really hope he does. And I hope he gives us that old-fashioned Eddie Murphy stand-up comedy where it's like he's going to offend some people and we know we're coming off the Dave Chappelle stand-up in which he offended a lot of people as well but and you know I think that the raw and delirious Eddie Murphy we're not going to get that so if you're expecting that we're not those would not go over and he's also talked about how problematic some of that was um in his past but he was what 21 when he did raw I think um so it's this is a different person but to see him get back into stand-up is just something that I want. I've been calling for for a while. I really hope that he gets back into stand-up. So uh, we'll see. But uh, Dolomite is my name. Dope. Uh, we'll talk about it in more depth on those other platforms. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to get into the rundown from my brother JB, and I'll catch you guys after this. Hey, guys, it's your girl, Beck Easy. Hi, everybody. It's your girl, Joanne. Hey, guys, it's Trell, and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat, where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. 
Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> What's going on, beautiful people? It is your boy, the prodigal one, JB. Back at it again with another episode of The Rundown, where we bring you all the hard-hitting, jaw-dropping, and downright stupid as shit news stories. So let me go ahead and grab my book of news, and let's get into it. ISIS leader killed? Nah. California wildfires? Nah. Got it. Well, damn. A Florida man, Cody Meter, 20 years of age, was arrested at a local Target after witnesses say he fornicated with multiple stuffed animals. Apparently, he couldn't let it go. <laughs> See what I did there? Anyway, according to reports, Meter grabbed a large stuffed Olaf from the Disney movie Frozen and threw it on the floor. Whew. He began to dry hump it until he ejaculated. He then put Olaf back on the shelf and set his eyes on a stuffed unicorn and actually began to have sex with that. After being arrested, Meter told cops he did quote-unquote stupid stuff and admitted that he quote-unquote nutted on the Olaf toy. Holy crap. Well, first off, it looks like Olaf and the unicorn were stuffed more ways than one, if you know what I mean. Oh, look at that. I've been impaled. <laughs> what is our world coming to, people? Seriously, I mean, this Cody Meter walks into a target and totally takes advantage of these innocent stuffed animals. Well, t technically a snowman isn't an animal, but that's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying. Moving on. What kind of savage is this? Could he have not bought them dinner first? For God's sake, bro, you were in a target. It's Halloween time. Maybe buy them a pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. A cake pop, perhaps. Something. Anything. I'll say this, though. After doing the deed with Olaf, almost immediately, he went for the unicorn. I mean, this dude's turnaround time is phenomenal. Talk about stamina and endurance. Something tells me he must have snorted a shit ton of coke and grinded up Viagra. Anyhow, to any snowman out there. Well, actually, sorry, sorry, sorry. Equality, I know, I know, gender equality. To any snow people out there, please, for your safety, stay away from Florida. You either melt or get banged. It's just not worth it. It really isn't worth it. Now, Target supposedly destroyed both items. What I want to know is, who was the employee in charge of that? And who is the uh, employee that was in charge of cleaning up that aisle? I'm pretty sure the employee was like, yeah, no. Cleaning up cum is way above my pay scale. Now, here's the real question. What if, just what if, there were more animals that Cody Meter got to and it went undetected? Now, here's a public service announcement for everyone. If you shop at that Target and have recently bought stuffed toys, I would strongly recommend you check the stickiness levels. Now, reports say Meter did almost $200 worth of damages, which leads me to ask, what the hell are prices of toys these days? Holy shitballs. The snowman plower's father was interviewed, and he didn't seem too surprised, which is crazy to me. He said this was normal, typical behavior from his son. What the hell? Normal? When the hell is this ever normal? Something tells me Cody didn't have a normal childhood growing up. Now, I want to pull this back a little bit. Let's just hold off for a second. Now, here on the rundown, we always like to make light of these things, but I'm going to get serious. Let's get serious. Everyone sit down. Let's get serious for a second. What the hell are wrong with reporters? 
Everyone knows victims' names or photos should never be released. Why was this not adhered to? Just because Olaf is famous doesn't mean he shouldn't have his privacy. At least blur out his face. Blur the face out. What the hell? Where is the justice for Olaf? What makes matters even worse is this heathen, Cody Meter, posted bail of $150. $150? Really? For two counts of non-consensual sex? That's just nuts. Oh, oh, and another thing. I better not hear anyone, anyone, anyone at all slut-shaming Olaf either, asking what he did to deserve it. Was he flirty or maybe he had a little too much to drink or was he wearing something, you know, provocative? Olaf is not the criminal here. Don't get it twisted. There will be no slut-shaming under my watch. Zero. And what about this poor unicorn? Just because Olaf is a Hollywood star, no one is even paying attention to the unicorn. He too is a victim. Unicorns have rights and feelings and emotions, just like snowmen and people. Mr. Unicorn, if you're listening, brother, we here at The Rundown are here for you. We stand by you and we walk with you during these trying times. You know, I wonder if we're going to eventually hear that this guy was like an assistant or something for some producer or director of the Frozen 2 movie. You know, it's set to release soon, Frozen 2. Now, imagine this was all done for publicity. What a marketing ploy that would be. Plot twist! Seriously, why is this news? And more importantly, why the hell am I covering this? You know why? To entertain the shit out of you. That's why. This is your boy, the Prodigal One JB, and you can find me on Twitter at the P1JB. That's at T H E P one JB. That's gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Tune in next week for another segment of the rundown. Peace. Well, shit, JB. Uh, that shit was hilarious. I don't, I don't, I really don't care how anybody else feels about it. That was hilarious. Shout out to JB for putting that together. Uh, let me know what you guys have been thinking about the rundown. It's, you know, I, I am not the most comical person. I know I'm pretty serious. I'm not always funny. I'm an asshole more than anything. But uh, it's, it's just fun to kind of lighten it up, especially before we get into some, some deep shit. Uh, we're about to get into the discussion segment this week with my with my boy aj from what we gonna do now in this i go on the long i gotta i gotta i gotta admit when i'm wrong so i go on a long passionate rant we're not passionate but i go on a rant uh mentioning how uh popeyes contributes to the trump campaign i was so caught up in what i was talking about it's actually kfc not popeyes so anytime you hear Popeyes just replaced it with KFC. That's just an editor's note. I gotta admit when I when I'm wrong. Popeyes actually does contribute to the Democratic Party. So um that's that's just something on, on that part of my on my behalf that I gotta gotta call myself out on. So yeah, that that was I was so caught up in the conversation that, you know, it is what it is. Uh judge me not, judge your mama. Uh we're gonna get into some music and then the other side of that is gonna be me and AJ from what we gonna do. What? This ain't okay.
are back on the Awakened Soul. And this week's discussion topic is I don't know where it's going to go because we didn't talk about our list beforehand, but I am joined by a very intelligent brother, someone who you guys may see us sometimes going back and forth on Twitter. It's always a great conversation with me and AJ, though, man. So I'm welcoming AJ from What We Gonna Do. What's going on, bro? Yeah, I got I to steal some East Coast shit for the day. You know what I mean? What's up? What's up? <laughs> I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good back with the people, man. Exactly. Exactly. It's been it's and I and I it's always it's funny because every time we link back up, like you know how like Skype tells you when's the last time you talk. We haven't done an episode together in seven months. But you know, it is what it is, man. Yeah, look, it, number one, it don't even feel like it. You know what I mean? Like I literally you know, when you hit me up, I'm like, Okay, cool. And I'm like, dang, it's been that long? I'm like, Yes, it's about time, you know what I mean? It's, it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we got an interesting topic. I, and for those who follow both of us, you may remember, you may not. So I had mentioned before we were going to talk about, uh, I had an idea. And basically the idea is the top three things that they got us fucked up on. So the title of this episode, the title, title of this segment is You Got Me Fucked Up. So AJ, as you being the guest, man, I'm going to let you take this one first. What's the first one on your list? Or I guess number three. You're gonna work our way up to number one. So what's your what's number three for you? Oh my goodness! Wow! Hit the, oh, here you go with this curveball. Okay, let me let me see. What would be my number three thing? Um, man, you trying to get me in trouble? Uh, I think number three gotta be uh, you know, shit. Man ain't shit. Number three gotta be. <laughs> I think all of mine probably. It, got to do with women, man. Like the stuff women be saying <laughs> and the shit that I just don't agree with. But I be chilling online. But in my in the back of my mind, I'm like, yo, I don't agree with none of that shit y'all was talking about right now. <laughs> Listen, the black man ain't shit. The women be saying some crazy shit, bro. And I feel like it's, it, it like somebody tweets it, man. I think I don't even think they be serious. The person who starts it so much, but then everybody nah. gets under it, and it just turns into a whole nother thing. Is there anything specific? Like, what's something specifically you've seen recently that you've just seen tweeted out or posted somewhere? You just been like, these niggas is crazy, man. These because females be tripping, niggas be tripping too. I ain't gonna put it all on our women, our queens. Nah, that's a fact. But, I mean, look, it, it's a fact. We we get it. We know. I think it's just women throw that out there so loosely. So like you were saying. Yeah, probably most of the women, they, they don't mean that. I, I I bet if you ask somebody, they'll be like, yeah, we mean that shit. Yeah, we know what we be saying. Why y'all even think that we don't know what we be talking about? See, that's just that misogynistic stuff because y'all men be thinking that y'all know more than we do. It ain't even that, you know what I mean? I think, what did I see recently? I think it was just something that was like, like literally any day that I'm just scrolling on the internet, I'll just see a, a man ain't shit just randomly thrown in somewhere. And it'll be for like, I don't know, the, the smallest thing or whatever, like a dude didn't say excuse me or something, and it's like, man, ain't shit. And I'd be like, you women don't never say nothing when we open doors for y'all. So excuse the hell out of me, you know what I mean? It'd be like the most lightest thing where it's like, yeah, man, ain't shit. And this is online. This is online only because they ain't like that in real life. I don't believe none of that shit. <laughs> you know, the, the honestly, the, uh, the whole not opening – not saying thank you for opening the door. It doesn't even bother me more because I, I feel like I'm doing it for me as much as them. Like I'm just being respectful. But I did have, I did it for. I hope, funny thing is, and this isn't about our queen. So I opened the door for <laughs> a white woman one time, right? And so yeah. you know how like the double doors, like when you walking in a mall or whatever. You know, like mm -hmm. if you open the door for a woman, she'll kind of open the, the next door, open a little bit wider because you know you just open the door for. Her. That's fact. When, <laughs> when I say this white woman went 
like she zigzagged. She went in through like the the first door on the far right, and it went all the way over to the left door. When she got into the second door, I guess so I wouldn't be behind. I was looking like this motherfucker. Right. You got some. You think, exactly. I'm, you think I open the door for you so I can snatch your pe- purse from behind? Nobody tripping off your shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was hundred percent with this motherfucker. That was the first thing that came to my head. As soon as you said, I was like, "This motherfucker." I was like, "Boy, women ain't shit." Yeah, man, women ain't shit. <laughs> All right, I guess this is my my number three, and this may seem petty, and I know this happened a while ago, but this is I know that we came up with this topic a while. We just haven't got to talk about it, but I still want to. One thing y'all got me fucked up on is this Popeyes chicken sandwich, fam. Listen. <laughs> y'all gave almost a billion dollars to Popeyes and chicken sandwiches in two months because y'all just don't like all the free marketing of black people on Twitter. We all need like fuck rep- reparations at this point. Popeyes needs to be cutting every black person in America a check. Y'all got me fucked up because the chicken sandwich wasn't even all that good, first of all. But y'all got me <laughs> fucked up. Y'all y'all done made that much money off a chicken sandwich and Popeyes. People don't pay attention. Popeyes is one of the companies that does contribute to the Trump campaign. But, you know, people ain't ready to hear that shit. Y'all not ready to hear that shit. So, yeah, this, hey, I just got to laugh. You know what I mean? No, keep keep going. I, I, listen, I am here for this. No, I mean, it's just it, and people will be be so quick to talk about uh, Kanye and a MAGA hat. Y'all, y'all really listening to music from MAGA supporters. But yet y'all niggas and turned out. For Popeyes, and they contributed to the Trump campaign. That's MAGA country everywhere. I don't give a fuck. Like so, when y'all sitting there talking about Kanye, and this is the this is the serious uh, a semi serious issue that I have with our people is that we get so caught up in what we can see and what we can jump on quickly. I'm and I'm not talking about people specifically. I'm just talking about us as a unit because we we visibly saw. Kanye with a MAGA hat on, but we ain't doing research to see where our money is going in that's actually contributing to Trump. So people like Walmart is one of the companies that are contributing. I don't expect y'all to not fucking go to Walmart, but I'm just saying like when y'all if y'all really want to show up, y'all sitting there jumping on people for for tweeting or talking about Kanye's album. Yet y'all motherfuckers didn't contributed this much money, millions of dollars to Popeyes. So what? Just just really, you have to think about when you what you're gonna say. And I know not everyone pays attention to that shit like I do. But come on, fam, y'all got to do better. Listen, I'm not saying shit because I am guilty as as fuck. You know what I mean? And even I was thinking about some reason. I hate to do this because I got to throw uh, Jay Z in there. You know what I mean? But you know, Jay Z still got Uber stock. So whenever they did the whole thing as far as like um, Jay Z and just how he became a billionaire and all of this, I said, "Oh shit!" I remember when everybody was talking about delete Uber. This nigga Jay was like, "You niggas can delete Uber. I'm keeping my shit." <laughs> y'all talking about you know what I mean yeah. I thought that was funny but yeah with this uh chicken sandwich I ain't tried it I don't know what the hype is about I still eat fucking Popeyes and I don't like Chick-fil-A so hey there we go I think Chick-fil-A does too honestly and I know that may crush people's hearts to hear that Chick-fil-A is doing some shit too <laughs> uh but it's it's and I, I and I don't mean to come down on people because at the end of the day, it is what it is. Spend your money the way you want to spend your money. You earned it. If you want to spend it on a chicken sandwich, that, spend it. Like I, I'm, I don't care on that. But at the same time, if that's going to be your response to something like that, then let people listen to the music they listen to. And I'm not talking on the Kanye album too much because we got an episode coming up on on the Breaks Radio. But I'm just saying, like I, I have seen so much ignorance in the two days that that album's been released on people commenting on someone saying they liked the album, they didn't like the album, or whatever, and it's like, come on, fam, you, you need to slow down. You really need to slow down, because I'm sure if we opened up where your money was going, 
you you uh, it's, it's going to some questionable places. Hey, that's why I look. I stay. My name Bennett, and I ain't in it. You ain't seen me talk about that shit. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And I know again, it's popular. It is what it is. Everybody was talking about Kanye, uh, cancel Kanye. Now they talking about playing Jesus King. I don't care, man. That online shit, it's, it's too much for me. So where, where, however anybody feels, if y'all like, oh, I'm with it or I ain't with it, and you still supporting these entities that still ride with Trump and Amazon and whoever else that's out there, you know what I mean, that, that people are striking about, hey, man, do what you do. Yeah, I just I just get upset, like not upset. I just it makes me I don't I don't get upset anymore because people contradict themselves all the time. I'm sure I've said some some shit where my mind has changed and people have thought, oh, he's being contradictory. So, I mean, I get it. It's part of us evolving and being humans that there's going to be some contradictory things that we do just naturally not thinking about it. If if you want to dig deep enough into it. But like like when I hear people want to say or talk about. LBGT uh, LGBT rights. I always get those letters mixed up. Sorry, no offense. Um, LGBTQIA and they the add L. so many letters. Um, <laughs> but when people like like uh, Chick Fil A, they are one of the biggest. They have a long history of opposing the LGBT community. Like a long. When I say long, bro, I mean it goes back to like the early nineties. And so, like, for the see the same people talk about that while they <laughs> while they holding up a Chick Fil A bag, it's like really, fam. For us that pay attention to it, it comes off as contradictory. That's why it's always about the perspective that people have because that person holding that Chick Fil A bag probably has no idea about that because they just they're just not ingrained in that in that type of stuff. But you, you I, I just people need to let people live. And at the end of the day, all you can really control is yourself. And yeah, it's fine to talk about issues. It's fine to talk about if you have problems with Kanye, if you have problems with Chick-fil-A, if you have problems with Popeyes, but at that same time, if you're going to talk about that, talk about it from the point of what you dislike about it. Stop trying to make other people hate what you hate. And that's something we have so bad in this community that I want us to get better on. But I'm sorry, I'm getting on the high. This is not supposed to be the nature of this conversation. It's supposed to be fairly light. So I'm going to come up off that a little bit. Uh, AJ, what's your number two? Oh, man. Uh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me time back in real quick on the kind. You know what's so funny, man? I felt some type of way uh, about uh, Snoop making a gospel album opposed to, like, Kanye. And then I realized the hypocrisy in that, like, the fact that it didn't trigger me when Snoop did one because I was like, yo, come on, Snoop. Like, you did the Snoop line, you did this, now here you come with this uh, gospel album or whatever. And then Kanye did it. I already wasn't really checking for Kanye anyway. But I was like, man, I could have really felt some type of way. But that's the, I just wanted to say that. So <laughs> my number two is I would probably say, man, this is all recent stuff, so I know this is going to sound bad. So my number two would probably be the whole misconception that men do not talk to other men about getting married. Uh, getting married. Again, this is something from the women. This is something y'all probably thinking that we don't do, but y'all got us fucked up, man. And I'm going to speak up for us, man. We not like y'all in the aspect of we got to gossip and be petty and be messy and having all these different conversations and just telling everybody our business. When men talk about stuff, we probably won't even bring it to the timeline or whatever. Now, maybe the younger dudes, they'll probably go to the timeline with something like that, but 
us men do have these conversations. We be trying to figure it out. I know me personally, I've said it and I've seen it, but I've said it to my homeboys because it's like, yo, I'm married. I think one of my other homeboys is married. Everybody else still ain't married. And I'm like, damn, I got to get some more married friends, man. You niggas are still single. Y'all got to get y'all life together, man. We in our 30s now. People having kids. It's time to, you know, figure out what y'all trying to do. But it's hard to get married when you ain't even got a goddamn girlfriend. So, you know, the women do got us fucked up, but the fellas also got to get their shit together at the same time. So that's probably would be my number two. It's just women's misconception that we don't do the same, uh, we don't have the same level of conversations that y'all do. That ain't true. We just don't talk about it as much as y'all asses. You make a very good point. You make a very good point. I think that, there's this there's this misconception that a male group chat is all about us talking and posting pictures about ass and titties. That's a fact. And me and you, AJ, have now known each other for two, I think over two years. Me and you yeah. have never had a conversation about ass and titties. That is also a fact. <laughs> I'm just saying. So like it, it's 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 this misconception, like I said, it's this common thought that when men get together, that that's all we think about. That's all we talk about. And no, I mean, and I'm I'm not saying that there's not a big portion of that, but don't mm-hmm. box us all into that because the, like there are some of us that actually when we get together and we uh, collab or that when we conjugate together, it's really about shit, talking about stuff like this. It's pushing stuff forward. Me and Dan, for example, will have mental health check ins periodically. Like I like I I check in with Dan to see how he's doing. That's that's my bro. Like Dan. And we'll mm-hmm. talk, he's on an episode next week, so you guys will get a little peek into the relationship between me and Dan. But Dan is one of those people who, like, I never thought I would build a relationship with somebody on social media that I legit feel like I can go to Dan about anything. And I know he had a whole episode when he, it made me feel bad. He hates about people coming to him to advice. But, like, Dan <laughs> is one of those people that I can trust that it will be like, nah, bro, you tripping. Hey, you really tripping right now. So it, it's, yeah. it's just funny about that. But uh, I feel like that's a, that's a good one, though. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, look, it's, it, man, it's real spill. There's a movie, uh, Honeymooners. I don't know if you saw it with Cedric the Entertainer and Mike Epps or whatever. And the women, they was over there talking about the men. I wonder what they over there talking about. They probably talking about this, that, and the third. And I think they was talking, about, you know, they go over to the men. The men was over there talking about science, this, that, and the third. So it's always funny. The women... To be talking about us, but then we don't be, we be talking about like some real shit in reality or whatever, not exactly what they think it is. And again, <laughs> I know social media glorifies and it amplifies things. So yeah. you can, you can assume there's a certain type of conversation happening behind the scenes, but for us 30 plus, and I even want to, you know, speak for my, you know, 25 and, you know, 25 and up, they talking about the same thing. Like we really trying to be entrepreneurs. We trying to get established. We telling people to get back on their stuff. I just had a whole conversation with my homeboy because I had to drive back uh, from Arkansas for work or whatever. And I'm talking to him about getting his securities license or whatever, because he can make more money and he should have been gotten it. He talking about, he don't like taking tests. I'm like, bro, you got a whole degree. I don't know what, what it is, is you out of college and you just don't feel like it. But I say, man, you've been making a nice amount of money but you should have been making a whole bunch more. And I told him, look, I'm going to start hitting you up and I'm going to start encouraging you to study so you can pass this test that your ass should have been te- uh, been passed. So, you know what I mean? It, it ain't exactly what, you know, what they might think it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think too, I think there's a, and I'm not saying this what one way is right or the other, but I think when women get together, they naturally complain about us because they use that as an outlet because they feel like they can't talk to us. 
And men, we also use the times when we're together as an outlet, but we use it different. We don't want to talk about y'all. We don't. We want we want to we want to talk about we want to talk about the stuff we don't get to talk to y'all about. So it's it's it's, it's a different method when we get together versus when women get together because lord knows but they, but i think both are needed like i think when women get together and they vent about us they need that right. so i don't judge it but we ain't doing yeah. the same thing ladies i'm just letting y'all know right now we're not doing the same exactly. thing. <laughs> <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> my uh my next one up and bro this is you, you probably figured this was gonna be on the list is you, where y'all got me fucked up on is key sweat being a legend Oh shit! <laughs> and I, people are gonna turn off the podcast. Keith Sweat has made a career off of whining on tracks and taking off his shirt, and y'all, y'all going for it. Hey, more power to y'all. But in my opinion, we had a whole episode on it on the Breaks Radio. Anybody can sing like Keith Sweat. Just whine into the mic and harmonize. Most black people can do that. I'm sorry. That's just some people that I put that in Drake as being the best rapper in the same category because it's like. I, I respect. I, res, I respect. Do it, I respect. Hey, man, don't do that. Key Sweat is a legend, man. Bro, Come on, don't, don't bro, do that to Keith Sweat. Bro, bro, I'm just, I'm just saying right now, man. As a matter of fact, this is, this is. I'm gonna turn this, this one. Instead of just making it about Key Sweat, y'all got me fucked up on some music. That's what I'll say. Y'all got me fucked up on Key Sweat. You got me fucked up on Drake, and y'all got me fucked up on Chance the Rapper. Chance the Rapper is the Fresh Prince of this generation, and let's just leave it at that. Like it's, it's. All this is just, man, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't feel y'all opinion on it. And when Keith, like, I don't like a single Keith Sweat song. I like some Drake songs. I can get with some Drake songs, but I, I guess my opinion is I have more problem with Drake's fans than Drake the artist himself, because I see Drake for what he is as an artist and he's cool. He makes cool music, but you got Drake fans who just will sit here and be like, oh, Drake is a better lyricist than Tupac. What? You hear that silence? That's exactly <laughs> how I feel when I see niggas posting shit like that. Nigga, <laughs> I just gotta, I just be like, you know what I mean? You don't even see me like it, retweet, comment, or nothing. I just move on. Like, let me block it's cause this nigga. It's, it's honestly it no point anymore, bro. And like, I think uh, somebody commented on like Oversaturated's last episode. Shout out to uh, Johnny mm -hmm. and Ralph the Bros over there. And they were saying that Drake makes better music than Kendrick and J. Cole. J. Cole. Yep. What? You see, again, what? another another silence right there. Look, I, all I did, I think I came through, and I think I just <laughs> liked some of y'all stuff. Yeah. But I'm at the point to where I don't even, as you can, man, I mean, you know, and I see everybody else stuff. I don't even say that. I just keep going. It'd be so many times where I think about saying something, but I just be like, you know what? I'm going to let people be in whatever they want to be in. Because I can't tell no more. I can't tell who is a bot. I can't tell who trolling. And sometimes I don't even be having the energy to go back and forth because of how ridiculous some looks That's and i fact. think yeah johnny was probably like the first one i seen him reply to it and i all i could do in real life was just shake my head just like that's it that's all i got yeah i don't i don't, I don't get it man i just i really and again i know i just went right before like everyone is is welcome to their own opinions and and i get that if, if drake is the best artist you you are welcome to that opinion exactly you can have <laughs> it Wrong as a motherfucker, but you know what? <laughs> you are welcome to that opinion or whatever. And that's the thing I think we need to do, and that's the thing that I've learned to do too. And like, as as my like social media presence has grown and stuff, is that you? So it's okay to just let some people be wrong. Like you, you can't save some people from their own opinions. You just, I just be looking. I be like, oh, that's a really interesting opinion. That is, you know what? You 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 hold that down, young young king, and then I'll move on. Like that's it. I just leave it alone. Yeah. I, I every look, bro. I jump out the window a lot. Like, I kind of pick and choose. I said this, and people may not realize, oh, excuse me, people may not know, but I said this, I don't know, either 2018 or late 2017, 
But I say, man, I choose my words wisely. I choose them carefully. So when y'all do see me engage, when y'all do see me get involved in a conversation, there is a reason for that. And if you don't see me get involved in it, it's not because I didn't see it. I saw it and I probably had a whole thing I wanted to say about it and just left it alone. I do that. <laughs> you know what you do, though? What you do that I love, though, is that you'll retweet something and then put your comments on it, and then you'll just leave it there and be like, look, I don't care what anybody says to it. I'm not responding. This is my opinion, and that's hey. it. <laughs> I do that a lot, man. I do that a lot. Sometimes I don't even, because it don't even be, I just want to get it out there. I just want to get it out there. I don't care who see it. I want that person, whoever tweeted that initial thing, I want them to see it or whatever. But no, nope, I'm not adding to it. We ain't going to have no whole thing about it, no party, no sit down, no meeting. I'm going to move on to the next thing <laughs> and get to talking about my daughter or get to cracking a joke on Sire or whoever. You know what I mean? I'm just going to move on to the next thing. Yeah, I feel that, man. I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> That's just crazy, man. That's just crazy, bro. What you what you got next, fam? Hold on, hold on. Keith Sweat, let me do this, man. Right. You know what? When you, when you brought this up a while ago, <laughs> I was just like, damn, man. He really don't like Keith Sweat. I hate man. it, bro. Yo, and I asked my wife. I said, do you can? And this was a while ago or whatever. I asked my wife. I said, do you consider Keith Sweat a singer? And she was like, yeah. I say, do you think he sings well? And she was like, well, it depends on who you compare him to. (laughs) She said, if you compare him to a Mariah, no. You know what I mean? If you compare him to certain people, there's a no. So Keith Sweat, to me, he has a lane. What I've realized, and I know you, you are a music connoisseur, man. You go back, you listen to the old stuff. You listen to some stuff I ain't never even heard of, which makes me go back and listen to it, even though I don't post about it or like none of your posts. I go back because I be really having to just see, like, man, are my ears really tuned in? So if you think about it, because I'm defending Keith Sweat right now, if you think about it, if you look at the lineage of singers and you go back, there are some people who literally cannot sing. Like there are some voices that have been great and had a lot of sales Mm -hmm. throughout our time, but they really weren't singers. They were really just talking or whatever. You know what I mean? Because if you, if you compare them to a, you know, I don't really want to use Usher, but anyway, if you use a, a Usher, I know people don't like R. Kelly, but I'm going to say what the hell I want to say. If you use R. Kelly, R. Kelly was the king of R&B. I'm like, I don't like revisionist history where we try to make it seem like shit wasn't what it was. Uh, If you want to use Beyonce, again, if you want to use a Whitney Houston. So if you want to use these people who are really high, we have to remember that there is a a low to that. You know what I mean? Because everybody was not Diana Ross that was singing. You know what I mean? That is true. Everybody, you know, so there are different levels between the 60s, the 70s. Even when we get to the 90s or whatever. So again, you you hear about singers like Jodeci, um, then you get Genuine, late 90s. Uh, you have Tyrese that's out in the 90s or whatever. Keith Sweat had a lane. So in my mind, he had to be good enough as a singer to even have that lane. Because it's some people that didn't even get that far to where he got. What I'll say about Keith Sweat, and this is, he... He knew he didn't try to do too much. He didn't try to do more than what he was capable of. So, so because of that, he he picked good songs for I guess for his voice. And there was a time when I was like nine, I probably liked Keith Sweat, but yeah. now like Keith Sweat's voice is grating as hell to my ears. Like it's it's not even a point of like I can I acknowledge like if somebody else sung Keith Sweat songs, I'd be like that's a that's an amazing song. But just the strength that I. 
I I can't get over the fact that he is not singing. He is whining on a yeah. song. Like yeah. that's just that's just, and we all have our have our snobness to music. That's just mine. It's just like I love Heavy D. Heavy D was not a rapper. Heavy D was like I don't even know what to call it. Like if you, oh, man. But, if, but if you really go back and li- like if you compare Heavy D to even the rappers of his time, he you can't say what he was doing was rapping. Oh no! Don't do that! Don't but do that! Because I like I, I like, like the no, fat boys. I, I like do. Oh, don't do that I love Heavy D, and that's the thing. I'm not. I'm not trying to shit on. I love Heavy D. I'm just saying that's that. What you said. That's that, the funny thing about what you said about Keith Sweat. I understand exactly <laughs> what you say. I know, I know you are right. You are right. If you really look about it, the the nasally, the tone, the tone, whatever you want to call it, whatever. He ain't he ain't Bobby Brown. And, and think about it. Bobby Brown of of late 80s, like I I tripped out because Bobby Brown got so big and, and that was before my time. I didn't even realize Bobby was that big. By the time I knew Bobby. It was like thug loving Bobby or whatever, exactly. you know what I mean? I wasn't no Bobby Brown fan, you know what I mean? I was like, Bobby can't sing. This is me. But then I say, oh, snap. Bobby was really that dude back in the 80s or whatever. But even now, Bobby is still considered a singer. You can listen to the the Tim, the, the last uh, new edition reunion or whatever, and they like, oh, no, Bobby can still sing. Bobby can't fucking sing. That's my opinion. Well, yeah, we we but we uh, you know, crack took took his voice from him. Um, <laughs> hey, Keith Sweat ain't got no, he ain't got no explanation or excuse. Bro, bro, when I be listening and when I be excuse me, when I be seeing you talk about that, I'm like, I know exactly what you mean that you don't like it. You know, the way you feel about Keith Sweat is how I feel about Young Thug, oh, and everybody. Man can feel however they want to feel. But Young Thug is exactly that. I was listening to, uh, what is it? What's his name? Roddy or some Roddy. And I say, this nigga sound like Young Thug, but for some reason, I can tolerate this nigga voice. And I'm not even talking about like Lil Baby. I can listen a little bit. It's so weird that Young Thug, like I literally, I, I like one song from Young Thug. Um, and I think that's Best Friend. I like Best Friend from Young Thug. Outside of that, I don't like nothing in this guy's catalog or whatever for that same reason or whatever. Like, I'm like, yo, y'all really listen to this? Forget just the mumble rap. And he's like, oh, if you break it down and if you go to Genius and you look at what the nigga said, I don't care. I can't understand what he's saying on the record. If I go listen to Wale, he is clear. I can hear everything this guy is saying. Yes, that is a plug because I just put out an episode. Wow, that's crazy. Go check that out. <laughs> listen to everything and I can hear everything clearly that Wale says. Young Thug is not that guy. I be sitting there and I just be confused. Like, what is this nigga saying? This nigga sound like he crying. He sound like somebody just punched him or something. I, I, so when you talk about Keith Sweat, it's like, hey, he is revered by a certain amount of people. He is revered as a singer, as this and that. And I hear all these people out there and I see him on social media too. Some people I'm cool with that will sit here and defend Young Thug. And I'm just like, yo, this nigga is trash. How do y'all, like, I don't get it. Listen, I listen. I have not listened to a full Young Thug album since I think his second album. I don't quote me on that. There was one that I I legit, off the strength of some of the people that love him, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give this a fair chance. And when what I say I'm easy breezy beautiful thugger girl, yes, I knew you. I knew. Yes. I just want to say that I love him, which album you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but then I'm I'm sitting there and I'm looking like. All right, I, I I said I was gonna make it through. I said I was gonna make it through, and when I say when I finally made it through that album, bro, I felt like I needed to to like take a bath with bleach to just get that shit off me, man. Like I I he's not for me, bro. But 
on that on the flip side of that, I love some Uzi Vert. I I I can I love it. Like I I don't know what it is, but it, I don't know what's up with y'all and Uzi, man. Bro, I don't I, get it. I don't it's in, get it. it's in, bro. I'm telling you, Uzi is an infection, and once it finally gets in you, you'll be like, oh, I, now you're stuck with it. It's it's in you forever. Like it. It's something about it, bro. I don't know what it is about Uzi's music that... And let me not say, it's not like I love... I'm not like a blind fan of Uzi. I don't love everything he does. But more times than not, I find myself enjoying what Uzi does. It's just like... But I but I put it in a box. Like, there's a specific I mood see. I have to be in to listen to Uzi. I can't just be like, oh, you know what I really want to listen to today? Some Uzi. Like, it's, that's never happened. But if I'm, if I'm in the midst of working out, if I'm in the midst of, like... Zoning out, working on something, and I just need something in the background. Uzi does it for me. So. Yeah, see, and this is one of those things where I'm not gonna say I'm not I'm gonna leave it alone. You know what? I'm gonna let you have that. <laughs> what we were saying earlier, I'm going to let you have that because I don't get it. But you know what? People people feel like that. I feel like Uzi's gonna have a hell of a fall off or whatever. I mean, if he if he isn't already, but you know. Man, that, that's neither here he, nor there. He that. just signed the Rock Nation, right? Young Thug to Chance. You know, you was talking about Chance earlier. I've literally heard people compare Young Thug to Chance. They got it, bro. They, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> people like them dudes, man. It, man, it's something. Listen, that I and really the thing like. with Ch- Chance is a talented dude, and like, that's why I say he's the Fresh Prince of this generation. Because I honestly think. Ten years from now, Chance is going to be doing something creatively that we're not even going to think about Chance's music anymore. It may be acting, hell, it may be directing, it may be a TV show, it may be a comedy. Like Chance is going to do something that is going to universally be loved because he's too creative not to. And then, like his music career is going to come second to it. That's why he's going to be the Will Smith. I guarantee you. Watch it. Chance is going to do something. He's going to have a TV show within the next five years, and we're not even going to be thinking about music. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to that. And we'll, we'll, I'm gonna hold you. <laughs> we'll see. All right, bro. What's your number one? Uh, okay, so my number one. God, dog, man. And I feel bad for doing this. Okay, hold on. You said light, light. You said keep it. Dang. No, you, you don't know, have to keep it light. Really, you don't have to keep it light. What what is it, bro? Just give it if it's a, really got, oh man. Uh, y'all got me fucked up about these comments that Tank made and this uh bringing back to the forefront of bisexuality and it being acceptable in 2019. That's deep, bro. Um oh man, I know this this is not gonna be good. And I know I rarely haven't talked about it, but the internet kind of got me fucked up, which is why I ain't been saying nothing about it, but I guess I'll say something about it now. I don't give a fuck, man. Again, this is another situation where I don't care, man. Like, y'all, I be tripped out how people is so concerned. Whether this means that somebody is gay, whether it means that they not gay, whether it means that they bisexual, I be like, yo, y'all too invested in this. Sometimes I be wondering, do people really question their own lives? Like, do you be looking at yourself and trying to figure out if you bisexual or not? I'm like, and then again, you got some people who know what side of the fence they're on. They're like, look, I'm gay. This person's like, I'm straight. This person is like, I'm this. I'm like, okay, we can all coexist, man. I don't know what the beef is. Now, the jokes, y'all know I am here for a good joke. I'm here. I really haven't been seeing a lot of good jokes out of this, man. I've been seeing a lot of just like, it's been like just arguments on both sides. Women, not only just men cracking jokes or whatever, but women cracking those same jokes as men. And, you know, and I'm just like, yo, who cares, man? And why is this being brought back up to the forefront? Like, why are y'all sensationalizing this? Uh, like, we don't know what time it is. Like, this is new information. Like, this has not happened before. I remember jokes from the 90s where 
people would talk about, man, you, you sucked a dick one time. You did this one time. People bring up Richard Pryor and all the stuff that he said and just he, him not being the only one and Robert Williams and all these other people. I'm like, look, y'all ain't like this is brand new. Like, y'all ain't never heard of this before. Yes, there are men that have tried some shit. I'm not one of them. I don't, I can't, I'm not speaking for them. This ain't even a defense. All I'm simply saying is, it's not as big of a deal as everybody seems to be making it. And that's where I feel like, man, the internet got me fucked up. If y'all think I'm finna engage with y'all about what's right and wrong in this conversation, who, like who's to determine that? Who's to, to say, oh man, this is right and this is wrong. Man, live your life and do what you wanna do, all right, man? If, if you feel comfortable as a man, you do that and then you wanna go back to this, or you whatever, and you want to go back to the other side, or, or you want to stay over on one side, live your life, man. It ain't my life. Do what you want. Don't be worried about what these folks saying on the internet. Same thing with the whole conversation about old girl. I know this is another bad thing. It's going to give me to old girl saying the N-word. It's like, look, man, I ain't even saying nothing. I'm like, yo, we got to let this go. East Coast does it this way, and West Coast does it this way. And, what? and I'm like, yo. Until I see some people getting their asses whipped for stuff like like until I get you know until I see it like where your people actually going out and doing something it's all fake to me y'all ain't really about that life y'all really not gonna do nothing about it y'all don't care as much as y'all say y'all do because y'all could be in the club standing right next to somebody who ain't black and hear them say the n word and y'all not finna pull up on them and y'all right there yeah. so I don't want to hear it it's all yeah. like some BS That's to me. With her, yeah. with her specifically, you know, black women already had an issue with her. Uh, yes. So and, and and so once that happened, they they jumped on it, um, and it just turned into a whole another thing. And it's like, y'all, come on now, is this really what we're gonna be mad at today? This is what we're gonna be mad. All right, y'all mad at that? All right, I'm gonna watch it. That's and that's all I do. I didn't comment on it. I didn't say nothing. I just watch it because yeah. I'm just like. Oh, okay, so you feel like this, you feel like, oh, okay, okay. The next time a Latina woman says nigga on the timeline, I want to see all y'all act the same way. Oh, you, you're not? Okay, I didn't think so. Exactly. I want to see y'all do something in person, man. I don't care nothing about all this. I want to see y'all record. Go and put yourself on the internet, man. Put your own stuff on blast for some cloud or whatever. I want to see some people that's really going to do something about it because it seems like ain't nobody going to do nothing about it. Everybody's just talking. And, yes, there are people that use that word that are not black. They have been raised in a certain environment. It's some black, listen, to me, and I know I'm not even going to get into this whole culture thing, but I'm like, some of y'all black folk, y'all realize it's some people that ain't black that's blacker than y'all. I just want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? And if y'all want to say, oh, that doesn't give them a pass. Look, you can use, you know, and I'm saying this in a respectful way. You can use CJ. You can use President Obama. You notice how I put you and President Obama in the same space. You can use individuals and be like, oh, well, he can't say that word either. Like, man, who are y'all? Y'all the police? Y'all gonna tell me who can and who can't say this, and y'all ain't gonna do nothing to these people. Y'all not gonna pull up on President Obama. Y'all ain't gonna pull up on CJ. Y'all probably ain't gonna pull up on this girl and a whole bunch of other people. So if you're gonna stand on it, just like when CJ was talking about earlier with the with Walmart and Popeyes and Trump and Kanye, if you're not gonna stand on none of that, 
get the fuck over it, man. Get out the way, man. Get out the look. Get out the fucking business, like it's like boost, man. So those are probably like, man, my two things. The whole thing about bisexual and, and tank comments, and then tank trying to defend it and say that he and people calling him gay, and I'm like, yo, this, oh, this is. But this the, is so but the thing is, is that women will do the same. Like so, when a, when women experiment, it's looked at as it's looked at as normal. Like a woman can come out today and be like, "Oh yeah, I look for, for vaginas," and nobody would be like, "Oh, well, you're gay then." Even women, yeah, women don't care. Yeah, it's weird, bro. It's just weird. Yeah. People, people are strange. Yeah. Now listen, let me clarify something because I do like the jokes. The text <laughs> on, uh, on lip service, I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Yo, this thing." I was like, "This is like, what are they talking about?" I was like, "That, that, that." I was like, "Hey, man, what? <laughs> like, how you just how you come up with that one right there, man? Like, you just you put that together, didn't you, brother?" So uh, that was definitely uh, uh, funny because he, you know, he he could have left that out, but he said what he said. <laughs> He said what he said. I'm like, all right, all right now, moving on. Yeah, that's funny. That's oh man. All right, I guess I guess we on my number one. I guess this is the last one. One thing that y'all got me fucked up on, and I so I battled back and forth. I I wanted to talk about the bleach in the skin because I don't know. Have you seen Megan uh, Fox? Her dying her skin or dying bleaching her skin. Man, I seen that picture, man, but I thought that was fake. I didn't look into it. I, I'm like, nah, <laughs> I, just, I don't believe that. I was like, man, this can't be. I, I said making Fox and making good, but yeah, uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna talk. One thing y'all got me fucked up on, and this is something that y'all got me fucked up on Charles Barkley, and in the sense that y'all don't give this man the respect that he deserves. Because while we sitting here having our little back and forth on Twitter. Charles Barkley be saying the shit we be saying on Twitter that don't we know that only our group of people will see. He be saying that shit on TV. And don't nobody, we don't ever celebrate it. Don't nobody, he don't get no reposts. Don't nobody really. This man be telling people to shut the hell up on t, on national TV, on the regular. He's been doing this shit since the whole I'm not a role model. And y'all just been sleep on, y'all got me fucked up on Charles Barkley. Y'all need to realize that, yeah, he says some stuff that I don't agree with. But he he does and he doesn't back down. He'll say it to the president. He'll say it to LeBron. He'll say it to all these people that y'all don't be saying shit to. What did he say at uh at Vice President Mike Pence today? He came at him and said some shit. Like it, it's it, Charles Barkley gives no f's, and I feel like we this man needs a talk show. We need to get Char Charles. But yeah, he's not the best at English, but still we need to give this man a talk show and a, and a platform because he be he turned these basketball platforms and these sports platforms into something to really talk about the stuff that we talk about in our culture. We and and I think like we'll we'll celebrate a LeBron for saying something because he's LeBron, but Charles Barkley's been saying stuff like this for 20 plus years and people just been ignoring it. I think Charles Barkley has a willful ignorance. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he ain't the smartest person in the world or whatever. So that's why a lot of people they ride with Shaq over Charles. But I've heard so many people say Charles Barkley is like your uncle. Like he's literally yeah, that is exactly, he's like yeah. your uncle. He ain't necessarily sitting here saying he don't he don't uh agree with the president, whatever, he agree with Trump. But he ain't necessarily sitting here saying he agree with him too or whatever. He'll just kind of say what he thinks about a specific thing. And then you just kind of like got to figure out like, okay, who he riding with or whatever. And even he had some show about America and all of that. And even that was confusing me because he said he wanted to talk to like the NRA or the KKK or something. But he's sitting there on some Charlemagne type of shit where he like trying to really figure it out. But at the same time, he talking shit to him if he feel like disrespected or something like that. 
Charles Barkley is in a space that's so weird to me, man, because he's like willfully ignorant to stuff that we know is like Charles, like pick a side, but Charles is like right in the middle or whatever. So he will kind of go back and forth to where you don't know where he lie. People talking about, uh, you know, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen A. Smith or whatever. And they put them to kind of like, in a similar vein or whatever, as far as like where they stand, but you'll even hear Stephen A. Smith come out and be like, "Look, damn y'all, what y'all think I am and who I support and what I'm behind." I seen him on Breakfast Club talking about how he's going out to support HBCUs, this, that, and the third. And of course, people still question where he is. But what you said, I've seen it over the years, is exactly right, and that's what I call it: willful ignorance, man. Charles is a funny dude, you know what I mean? He he, real funny. Yeah, Charles got that ability to say something, and like he, the way that he says it, it's like, is he playing? Is he serious? Is right. and, but then he moves right on, like he 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 does he doesn't hang on it. He doesn't say stuff so that it gets a reaction, or so that it gets the social media um, uh, retweets or whatever. He says it, yeah. and then goes right back into talking about basketball, like he'll and <laughs> and so that's, like, literally that's what he does. Yeah. Bro. Using it on the head because, and that's the whole thing. And so it's like, yo, but this be so genuine, and it's so Charles Barkley, and you be like, I'm confused right now. Like, <laughs> hold on, Charles. Like, hold on. <laughs> but the best thing about Charles too is when he tries to use words that he knows he he shouldn't probably be saying. Like, it's too many syllables for him, and he just says it however it comes out, and just be like, and then when Ernie or somebody you try to correct me, like, man, you know what the hell I'm talking about, and just. <laughs> That's a fact, man. Now he, he was funny, and I like I like how they did that. I like when Shaq retired. It was almost like perfect, you know what I mean? Like the the way they put that together, man. And again, you talking about you got former players. Obviously, Kenny is also a former player, you know what I mean? But it's different with Shaq and, and, and Charles, you know what I mean? And I, I like how they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love their relationship. They'll get into it, and people think they're beefing, but you they they got to be like family at this point. I, I I love the dynamic between the two of them, and <laughs> Dwayne Wade's on there now too per- permanently. So we'll see what that turns into. So it's just it's just a hell of a show. But I had to mention it because like everybody blew up about LeBron and his comments about China, and Charles Barkley basically came out and told everybody to shut up because. You would care if your bottom dollar was getting hit too, but then at the same time, he came out and he's talked about the other side of, uh, yeah. of China and the businesses that's being done over there and how they conduct stuff. And people just really don't give Charles Barkley his just do sometimes. Like I'm gonna start just reposting. I'm gonna start taking the video clip and doing it my damn self because I think some people would be shocked because I know people who don't really follow sports probably have no idea. That's funny. Yeah. No, I look. And and I was surprised, man. You know, uh, I guess like you say, because you kind of follow him. But I'm actually surprised about some of these older players coming out and speaking. Even Shaq came out and said something about all that China shit. So so that tripped me out or whatever, man. But uh, yeah, I, you right. You know what I mean. You you right. I I I'm for uh I'm for you being fucked up about people respecting Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for it. Yeah, absolutely. But that's it, bro. You got any any anything left that you wanted to mention that we didn't get to talk about or anything? Man, no, man, because, bro, I, oh, man, this is why I really try to stay away from stuff, man. I really try not to think too hard about nothing. I think the biggest thing that's got me fucked up is these Democratic debates and these Democratic candidates and the fact that people believe that Trump will get a second term and the fact that 
they are kind of like riding with him. That's the biggest thing that's got me fucked up. Like, yo, I'm so confused how we are continuing to let this charade go on, man. I had hoped that 45 would have some level of decency. I figured like uh, in January of what, 2017, he would come out during the inauguration and he would be like, gotcha, bitch. Like, I'm joking. Like, I, figured, I, figured, I was like, man, if he got any type of decency, he will come out and be like, you know what? I'm joking. I was not running a serious thing. But here we are this many years later. And no, I love the internet because the internet has dragged this nigga for four, really it's been more than four years, but for four years he's been getting dragged. And and somehow Twitter ain't deleted his account or nothing, which I'm still confused about, you know, Jack Dorsey and his whole relationship with the White House right now. But I am just like, yo, I want people to pay attention. I think even you said something about it, man. But uh, on Twitter, I can't remember what it was, but I want people to pay attention. And I don't want y'all to just, like, give up and let go and believe that this is normal or whatever, man. Like, this is a certain type of moral standard. I think I made a whole post, and I just went out and did some quick research on people uh, during the impeachment of of, uh, Bill Clinton or whatever and just his reflection and what he did about him, you know, the whole little scandal of him and Monica Lewinsky and where we are now with this guy. And I'm like, yo, y'all really trying to sit here and say that Bill is worse than, you know, Donald and just all of his fear mongering and war mongering. I feel, I I said it. I'm like, yo, we gonna have another civil war, man. I'm like, cause the way he is dividing everybody or, or like resurging that divide, it's ridiculous, man. So that's the biggest thing that's got me fucked up. Is anybody who wants to sit here and give up and say that we cannot get this dude out of office in fucking 2020, I'm like, yo, y'all got to get the fuck out of here, man. I ain't trying to none of that. I'm not rocking with none of that. Like, to me, y'all just making it seem like, man, it's, this this shit is okay, and it ain't, man. It ain't okay. So I'm like, hey, that's it, man. Look. Uh, y'all can find me what we gonna do pod that's g-o-n-e on instagram and twitter i already talked about it i just put out an episode or whatever y'all go find that wow that's crazy the episode i'm talking music i ain't talked about music since damn but i'm actually talking about my top six albums for the year i'm giving out my honorable mentions and then we going into wale's new project wow that's crazy so let me, I, I got to take some time out to shout out both you and Oversaturated for something, right? So Oversaturated has been doing this thing where they take part of the episode that, that didn't make it and they put it out as like a, a half episode or whatever, which is smart as hell. That's like what people, rappers in our days did with mixtape. They took a lot of the tracks that didn't make the album, they put it out on the mixtape. So they're mm-hmm. smart with that. You titling the episode Wild That's Crazy at a time where people are talking about Wale and you know they're going to be Googling it. It's smart as shit. I don't even know if you did it for that on purpose, but that was very, very smart. I got to keep you just doing it. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It, it definitely is intentional, man. You know, it's hard, man. When you talk in music and you want to make sure it's relevant and it's connected and that people get it. Like, if I just put a different title out there that doesn't say anything about Wale, people may not even know it's about the album or it's about music or nothing like that. So even with damn, like I, w- I was sitting there and I was trying to think, how else can I say it? I was like, man, should I do damned with a, with an ED? Should I do man? Wow. That's really crazy. Like <laughs> I, I was like, yo, no, I got to do it this way. So they know 
specifically what this is for. I ain't gonna do my, you know, people on YouTube, they'll do some type of long ass title, album review, this, that, and the third. Mine ain't reviews. Mine is literally just uh, reactionary, me talking about it, not going into this whole deep dive where I'm talking about the producers and the mixing and the samples and all the, I don't want to do that because when I talk about music, I talk about music for the regular folks who don't know none of that shit. They probably wasn't looking at booklets when they was younger. They just know they like Tupac. They don't know who the fuck the sample came from. They just, <laughs> yeah, I like Tupac. I like Dear Mama. That's it. That's who I'm talking to. <laughs> <laughs> I all right, man, but that's it. Uh, you guys know where you can follow me. You can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H A I Z E. You can also follow the podcast at Awaken Soul Pod. And then lastly, go to thebreaksmedianetwork.com where you can find this podcast and all the podcasts that are a part of the network. That is it. We're, we're out. Y'all got us fucked up, though, but we out. We'll see you guys next week. Help me in my face. I ain't got no words. I ain't got no words. I ain't got no words. See, them strongest keep me up. So I ain't got no words. I ain't got no words. I ain't got no worries. You see money right there. That's Tucci right there. Yeah, that's Batman right there. And we ain't got no worries. You see pussy right there. in this bitch everybody should be worried them pussy niggas be purring bitches be digging me i feel buried and if she make this dick hard she woke up sleeping giant man yo bitch speaking tongues every time we speak in private hope your barber shop open because we got hair triggers smoke so much that smoking the bear have to bear with us in that jeep with the doze all that mean that bitch sleep all these bitches think they the shit I send them up shit's creek. You see Tunchy right here. Give me brain ideas. It's okay if you turn up, just don't turn off my light.